You're listening to the Inner Voyage Podcast with me, Mike, an American tennis professional and Medusadon, a spiritual author and doctor from India. From completely different backgrounds, we've come together to talk about a wide range of topics. Medusadon's spiritual wisdom combined with my experience from the tennis door give the listener two completely different perspectives. The Inner Voyage begins now. Well, it's great to be back on the Inner Voyage podcast with you, Medusadon. I know you're tuning in from India, so good morning. But I'm excited to talk about the brain because early in my career, I felt like I had a lot of brain fog. I think I was unhealthy and that was affecting my brain. I don't know if I had inflammation in my brain or what, but it felt like I didn't have the same alertness and focus. I felt like sometimes I'd read, I'd get tired felt like my brain was a kind of a weak muscle. And I believe firmly that you can improve your intelligence, you can improve your brain health, and you can keep learning for your whole life. And I felt like over the years of reading certain things and just dialing in the health of my brain, I've been able to, you know, increase its capacity and I feel like I've, I've maybe gotten smarter because my initial view was, you know, kids are born with a, a finite intelligence or an IQ that they can't improve. But now that I've done a lot of research and I've read books and I've taken a course by Jim Quick where he teaches you how to read twice the speed that you read before, I know that this is something that can be worked on. And there's so many things that affect your brain you know, obviously your health affects your brain because I feel that if there's inflammation in your body, it gets into your brain. Um, if you're toxic and you have heavy metals, those sometimes get in the brain. I know that after a poor night of sleep, I don't think is clear. I know that if I exercise and I get the blood flow going in my body, then it increases my cognitive abilities. So over my years on tour, I've figured out that when my brain is working great, I'm playing better tennis. I can focus. I can strategize. Um, you know, I'm just sharper and my reflexes are quicker. So that has directly affected my ability to perform as an athlete. And then I, I've realized that sometimes you want to use your brain. It's a supercomputer and it can do amazing things. And sometimes you got to know when to turn it off, when to shut down the analytical mind and relax because stress is not great for the brain. It's really tough to turn on your mind when you know, you're out of homeostasis and you're worried about things. Um, so the, this is a great topic. Um, I'm interested to hear what you think, Medusanon. Um, I know you're a student and you have to memorize lots of things. You have to retain information. How do you optimize your brain? And do you believe that you're born with a certain capacity to learn and retain information? Or can that be developed over the course of your life? And can you get better at, at learning and using your brain? Hey, Mike. Glad to be back. Uh, today is a very interesting topic about the brain. 
so basically we all live in our brains like if we didn't have the brain then uh, we technically wouldn't be able to experience life we would be like a living corpse before we get into brain let us first understand that the brain is just made up of uh, electric signals you know Th- that's the exact reason why we use the eeg machine to uh, understand what's going on in the brain you know we have the mri scans these basically record the electric frequencies that uh, you know are passing through the brain so uh, getting deeper into the brain you know brain we have like uh, three types of brains uh, not getting into the scientific aspect of it but to just break it down in uh, in the layman's term so the first one is the primitive brain that is basically responsible for our fight or flight responses the second one is the emotional uh, side of the brain which could be compared to the right brain and the third one is the rational or the thinking brain or can be compared to the left brain so uh, uh, to have a proper and optimal brain functioning we must have uh, you know a perfect uh, coordination between these three you know which comes through least resistance like there should not be any blockages between them which helps uh, uh, you know the brain to assimilate and accumulate information and correlate it so uh, that is of primordial importance uh, also when we talk about the brain you know it's a powerhouse of thoughts i mean thoughts create things and that's how uh, you know our personality is built and then uh, the subsequent reality after that so uh, when we uh, talk about the brain you know there is these uh, beautiful juices of life that uh, actually make us experience uh, life as a whole you know be it uh, the dopamine the endorphins the serotonin and uh, stuff like that i mean there is a reference of these uh, juices even in the western mythology as well as in the east so in the west you have uh, the greek mythology for that matter we have uh, you know this ambrosia which was a drink uh, that the gods used to have uh, you know uh, which was responsible for longevity and in the east we have something called as the amrita which is also responsible for longevity and when we correlate this you know uh, if we have these happy hormones uh, coming down our brain all the time then definitely uh, science also has concluded that it is responsible for our longevity and to uh, experience life in a much holistic and better way that is one aspect now how is that related to the memory parts of the brain as you rightly asked so uh, let's understand why did we build memories or like how how, how does this function work so uh, let's not forget that we come from the ancestries of hunters and gatherers and at that time uh, we why would our brain need memory basically not to read or write but it was more for survival and there were two instances where the brain could uh, develop uh, this uh, survival instinct one was by forming emotions that is good emotions or bad emotions so anything that has an emotion attached to it will have a lasting impact for example that uh, if the if the people were going through a village and they found that there was a tiger i mean the flight or flight response would start and there would be an emotion attached to that which will always uh, be stored as a memory you know that uh, the tiger can come from this area at the same time you know as hunters and gatherers we need to remember our family our tribe so we need to have that love bonding and relation so that we know who we have to protect so that is another emotion that we develop so so any uh, aspect that has emotion attached to it has a lasting memory or a lasting impact on our brain 
you know that's the exact reason why people suffer from childhood traumas and uh, you know which carry on throughout life and at the same time we even have uh, deep emotions of love and happiness that uh, people cherish throughout lifetimes so that is one aspect of how memory is uh, exactly found now what is happening in the current world is that our attention span is uh, you know reducing uh, which is leading to a shortfall in memory and a reduction in brain capacity for example you know first we used to have these books where people used to read for days and uh, days together but now those books have come down to hours you know in the form of a movie or a, a, a series which uh, ha- hardly lasts for 3 to 4 hours then after that we now have come to youtube and such social media platforms which have further reduced the brain span uh, attention span to maybe 10 15 minutes then we have something called as instagram facebook which reduces it further to maybe less than 5 minutes and now we have a new a uh, evolution of uh, tiktok which has reducing the brain's uh, attention span to less than 15 seconds i mean if the attention span is going to reduce so uh, drastically uh, then it's very difficult for us to uh, you know form memories and uh, understand there was uh, you know if there was a study that they performed with the london taxi drivers and they found out that the hippocampus in the london taxi drivers was uh, the highest that's that's because they remember so much routes and you know they are uh, traveling uh, day and night which uh, correlates with the emotions and memory formation in the brain but these days we have something called as the gps which uh, drastically reduces the brain's learning abilities and uh, you know the challenges that the brain uh, develops through time so these are you know somewhere the technology and the artificial intelligence is somewhere eating up the brain capacity and it's very essential to uh, maintain uh, this memory otherwise it will be very difficult you know that's why we have these diseases of alzheimers dementia rising these days so i feel meditation plays a great importance here where you are uh, completely understand your brain biology and function accordingly however i'm pretty sure that uh, you are very much into biohacking and uh, so what is your recommendation for any brain supplements that can you know help during this time of uh, absolute chaos where the brain capacity is reducing drastically yeah you're right i am a biohacker and i love biohacking i love trying to figure out ways to upgrade my biology and just feel my best and i think this relates back to just having more energy and trying to just be the best person i can be and that I found out that that comes down to mitochondrial health, which is the powerhouse of the cell. How can you wake up these ancient bacteria in your cell? How can you um, get these guys to just work more optimally? And there are certain supplements that you can take um, to to do this. And I've learned a lot from Dave Asprey. I have to give him a shout out. He's the father of biohacking. He's written numerous books. about this and my favorite one is headstrong and it just goes into how important mitochondria are to increasing the efficiency of the brain and just upgrading the way you think and your cognitive function and so there's a supplement called PQQ which is i think derived from coenzyme Q10 and this staves off oxidative damage increases the metabolism in the cell um there's supplements for bdnf and that's brain derived neurotropic factor and this actually this 
supplements that increase BDNF um, help for neurogenesis, which, which is the growth of new neurons. So you can actually grow new pathways, new neurons in your brain. Um, I take this lion's mane supplement. It's a mushroom and I take it before bed because it also has been proven to help with REM sleep. And REM sleep is great because during REM sleep, you clear out toxins out of your brain and you know you consolidate memories, um, things that you've learned the day before, you can actually remember them the next day. So that's big. Um, in the book Headstrong, Dave Asprey talks about you know you need blood flow to the brain, so exercise is very key, but there's also some supplements that increase blood flow to the extremities. You know, some people have cold feet and cold hands, and they're not getting enough blood flow to their extremities, and the brain's an extremity, so you need something um, to actually help with that. I take Ginkgo biloba, and that's just derived from a plant. Um, so I take that every day just to make sure I have enough blood flow. I also take theanine, and that's been proven to increase alpha brain waves. And when you're in an alpha state, you're in a more relaxed, alert state. So that gets you out of that beta brain wave, that chronic anxiety. Um, I also take a fish oil, which is, um, I'll take an omega-3 and omega-6 fish oil that's been proven to lower inflammation. You know, the brain's made out of fat, so fish oils are, are fats, and they, um, they help just lower inflammation in the brain. So those are a few. I have a drawer uh, full of supplements right here. Um, I'm like a human guinea pig, but I, I love experimenting with this stuff. And before I forget, I have to mention ketones because I feel that these are hugely important for brain health. I think ketones, which is almost like a fourth macronutrient for the body, you got the fats, you got the carbohydrates, you got the protein, but ketones um, are more efficient than, than these. You know, It takes less oxygen to actually turn these into energy. So you get into these ketogenic states by lowering your carbohydrate intake, maybe increasing your fats, and, or you can do fasting. And that's when your body will start producing these ketones. But I take a supplement. You know, I take beta-hydroxybutyrate. I know it's a long name, but that's a salt that is pure ketone. So you can add this to a drink. You can add it to your coffee, whatever you want. And you'll get into ketosis in under an hour. And you'll feel like your brain will be sharper. You'll have more energy. You can even go as far as buying a bottle of ketone esters. And this is really rocket fuel. You know, you'll take it and you'll be in ketosis in less than 30 minutes. It's really expensive. It's like $30 a bottle and it's, you know, one shot. And sometimes I'll travel with this and before a big match, I'll take it and I feel like I can play all day. I feel like my mind will be sharp. Or you can, you can just simply take MCT oil, which is derived from, I think, coconuts. And this is just a fat that gets processed through the liver and turns into ketones. So yeah, that's what I do. I try to be on a cyclical ketogenic diet so I'm not doing too many carbs. I like to um, burn ketones because it's great for the brain. That's great, Mike. Thanks for that valuable advice. I'm sure many of us will benefit from uh, the supplements that you have mentioned and the, your practices that you perform. Uh, in fact, even as for Ayurveda, it is said that uh, we are 
connected with the so-called prakriti or nature and we must definitely uh, benefit from nature by using the supplements using herbs and uh, stuff like that to uh, for our uh, health mental physical and emotional health so it is of uh, primary importance there as well uh, i think it was a wonderful discussion today about the brain and one key takeaway definitely is that we must make use of our brain rather than misusing it with uh, stress anxiety and worries which are absolutely of no use and with that said see you for the next episode